A lot of Submariner on this list, but unfortunately, not this one. Let's get into it. Another week, another list of the hottest comic books in the cosmos. Gem Mint from Gem Mint Collectible is here, and we just hung out all weekend at Baltimore Comic Con. Had a blast. It was bittersweet as it's the last convention that we're going to be all together at for the rest of the year. We probably won't see each other again until March for Emerald City. I'm going to miss all the friends. Shout out to the Whatnot Wednesday squad who all flew out. I actually bought some comic books myself, some spec. I couldn't say no to Modoc, And I know you've been specking on Subby, Gem. I'm a little worried. It seems like as soon as I decided to spec on a character, the entire market crashes. Hit the like and subscribe. And at the list at number 10 is the original top 10 Wizard Magazine number one debuting in 1991. But we're not talking the ash can. We'll get to that in a second. We're not talking the first print. We're talking the San Diego Comic-Con exclusive McFarlane goodness. I'm a huge fan of Wizard Magazine, especially issue number one with that beautiful Todd McFarlane Spider-Man cover with the wizard hat. This is the San Diego exclusive, and you can tell because it has the San Diego Comic-Con logo at the bottom left. There's a centerfold, and we have multiple grades to report on because a 7.0 came to the market for the first time, sold for $224. Now, the reason we're seeing a first-time sale for that 7.0 is because there aren't a lot of graded copies of the San Diego Comic-Con variant on the census. There's only 25 total and only one copy in the 7.0, so that was the lone copy that sold. In a 9.0, there are six copies. In 9.2, there are two. The 9.4 has three, as well as the 9.6, and also three copies of the 9.8 on the CGC census. Now take a look at this. In 2020, before the comic boom, a 9.8, the only GPA sale recorded, sold for $800. If you look at the 9.6, where there are only three copies that are in existence, in September of this year, we saw a sale for $2,151. Imagine if a 9.8, one of the three that exists, came out into the marketplace. Clearly, collectors favor this type of comic book collecting history. Well, there was a 9.4 direct edition sale that occurred. It sold for $845, which is 36% above its 12-month average. And we did mention the ash can, which was described on the eBay listing, which had 23 bids as it ended at $921 as a pocket price guide. This thing is tiny. This thing is scarce. If you enjoy what we do, use code Tom 101 on the best comic app in existence to not just keep track of the rapidly moving marketplace, but to get suggested pricing and learn about funny books. It's called Key Collector Comics. Key Collector is where we get the data to make these videos. You can actually gain access to that. That list days before this video drops key collector also had this book wizard magazine number one as part of their five undervalued collectibles in april of this year peep the various categories learn about comic books keep up with us and at the list at number nine marvel superheroes number 20 now i haven't seen the new black panther film yet however i haven't seen anything about dr doom and i know members have seen this movie and if a groundbreaking character, villain in the Marvel Cinematic Universe gets introduced, this is something that would be really tough to avoid. So I think no news is maybe bad news, but at this point, we have no idea. Yeah, like you, I haven't heard anything about Doom in Black Panther Wakanda forever, so either he's not in there or anyone who's seen the movie is keeping it tight-lipped. This book is no stranger to the Hot 10. Marvel Superheroes 20 from 1969 with that classic, iconic Doom cover by Larry Lieber. A solo story featuring Dr. Doom, and this was a major spec book because it was one of the more affordable, just classic covers to be able to invest in. How 
interested was the community? Well, the last time we reported on this book was two weeks ago, and we have an increase of copies graded on the census of 33. Hot damn. I'm glad we're keeping up with that. We're reporting on these books every week, so it's interesting to see how many more are graded. We have three strong performers, starting with a CGC 4.5, which sold for $347, 17% above its 12-month average. A 6.5 that sold for $594, 16% above its 12-month average. We have an 8.5 selling for $1,050. That's 2% over its recent 12-month average. Hearing these rumors, although not confirmed, is actually a bit of a positive thing to me. I think any focus off of Namor with how big of a character he is would do him a disservice, don't you think? As much as I would like to see an Easter egg or a post credit scene, it makes sense that they wouldn't want to introduce these two large, epic characters in the same movie. Producer Nate Moore even shot it down during the premiere, saying that that's not really a focus of the movie. The quote continues, Once we decided Neymar was going to be the antagonist, that was always going to be the focus. Curious. Now keep in mind the movie has not been released to the public, they just had the premiere, so there still could be some type of easter egg or ray of hope that we'll see Doom in Black Panther. But moving on to number 8, we've already been talking about him, Subby Namor with his first solo series in the Silver Age, Submariner, issue number 1. Debuting in 1968, we have the origin of Subby with multiple grade points getting some love. A 2.0 is hitting 230 this past week. That's 3% over its recent 12-month average. The 4.0 doing very similar, selling for 365. The 8.5 sold for 13 hundo. That's 9% over its recent 12 months. Then we have the CGC 9.0, which sold for $1,875, 6 percent above its 12-month average. Now, Tanek Huerta's portrayal of Submariner is getting a lot of positive reviews. In issue one, at a 9.8, in which there are only 74 copies graded on the census, had a high sale this year of near $20,000. It sold for $19,950. October 1st, however, clocked in the lowest sale of the year of $14,300. That's a mighty dip. And Jem, I know you've made some purchases over this last year. You spec'd on some Mariner. Yeah, unfortunately, Fantastic Four, at least in these grades, have not been doing well. I paid $6,500 for this one. Woo! And then I know you got a 6.0. Now, we saw a $6,000 sale in May. We saw an $8,000 sale in September, so it was looking promising. But recent sales are right back down to $6,000, selling for $6,100. The prices have fallen drastically. And unfortunately, I paid around 10000 for the 6.0 at the end of last year. But the fact that Submariner 1 is doing well gives me hope that Fantastic Four 4 will go back up. There are ups and downs in the comic book marketplace. This is a blue chip book. I think you'll be okay in the long term. It's going to be about how he's going to be portrayed in future movies. How will be utilized in later films. Next up the list at number seven, Incredible Hulk 340, debuting in 1988. Todd McFarlane, goodness. If you want to get your book signed at the private signing event that's going to take place soon at CGC, reminder, you only have until the 11th to get your books to Sarasota. And we've been seeing iconic Todd McFarlane books on the list ever since that signing was announced. And Todd's got a lot of other stuff going on, too, putting himself in the forefront. Now, Hulk 340, I did happen to pick one up from Silver Age Comics. Shout out to Gus at Baltimore Comic Con. Used it for a giveaway over on Whatnot. 
We have an iconic cover by Todd McFarlane, and sixth grades outperformed their recent 12-month average this past week. We have the 7.5, 9.0, 9.2, and 9.4, all averaging between a 1% to 5% increase when compared to the last 12 months. The 9.6 sold for 575 which is 26% over its recent 12-month average. And then we had a CGC 9.8 sale going for $1,700, 9% above its 12-month average. And we have three more copies graded on the CGC census since the last time we checked in. Now we have a new total of 935 copies graded at a 9.8 registered on the census. And over the last two weeks since we discussed this book last, there has been an increase of a total of 87 copies added to the CGC census. Next up the list at number six, we have Amazing Spider-Man number five, the first battle between Spider-Man and Doctor Doom. Even though producer Nate Moore kind of shot down the rumors that Dr. Doom would be a focal point of the movie, we're still seeing Dr. Doom's specs show up on the list. Fans and collectors clamoring for an Easter egg. We have a CGC 1.5 that sold for $700, 5% above its 12-month average, and a 2.5 that sold for $1,100, 15% above its 12-month. And then we have a record-breaking sale. A 2.0 sign for $1,133 is up 6% for an all-new high of $1,200 this past week. And I like how you said that, Jem. Him not being the focus of the movie doesn't mean that there's going to be an Easter egg, some type of shout-out of some kind. Any fan service is actually what's going to move these key books. That's what collectors are hoping for. Now, it's a good thing I didn't spec on this book. There are some 9.6s, and there was a large $33,600 sale in 2021. Less than half a year later, in April of 2022, it sells for about half, coming in at fifteen grand. Ouch. Now at the list at number five, we have the surprising major spike in collectible. And really, for no reason besides speculation, Ghost Rider number one. Getting a lot of love this year, debuting in 1973. The first solo title series featuring the Ghost Rider, Johnny Blaze. The first cameo appearance of Damien Hellstrom, the son of Satan. Now, even though we didn't get any Easter eggs or teases of Ghost Rider, we did get Moon Knight. We did get Werewolf by Night. We even got Man-Thing. So there's still a chance and some hope that we're going to see some Johnny Blaze. Supernatural, the occult, with the success of Werewolf by Night, that also provides a lot of confidence in the Bronze Age horror. The 6.5 hit $600 this past week. That's up 7% when you compare it to the recent 12 months. The 7.0 is like for $792, 13% over its recent 12-month average. Then we have the CGC 9.0, which sold for $1,337, putting it 3% above its 12-month average. But it didn't stop there. We also have a record breaker, a 3.0, which sold for $291 back in 2021, up 27%, now selling for 370 It looks like this book is consistently performing well also because the CGC 9.8, of which there are only 48 copies, had their two monster sales this year. 14,400 and 26,400 respectively, which is a increase from their record highs in the comic boom of 2021. Back then, it had two sales, one for 7,495 and the other for 9,400. And to really put that in perspective, we got to take it back one more year to 2020, where those same books sold for 4,837.05. And now at the list at number four, Submariner 67, debuting in 1973. More Submariner love. We warned him, and this is the debut of his new costume. 
in comic books because prior to this, he was really just wearing some scaly swim trunks. He was showing a lot of skin there for a few decades, so he finally covers up a little bit here. A CGC 7.0 sold for $17 back in 2011, so we got a record-breaking sale here for $40, a 135% increase. A CGC 9.6 sold for $312 back in 2021. That's up 12%, now selling for $350. The 9.8 sold for 550 in 2020. That's up 55% this week. Now selling for $850. And here's something to consider. There's just not a whole lot of copies of this book on the census. I'll remind you that when we were looking at Amazing Spider-Man number five, there's a total of 2,473 copies of that on the census. When we looked at Ghost Rider one, there's a total of 3,663 copies on the census. When we look at Submariner 67, there's a lonely 102, 10 of which are graded at 9.8, 29 of which are graded at 9.6. A lot of books showing up on the list due to Black Panther, but what about Black Adam? It just came out last week, and number three on the list, we got the first appearance of Dr. Fate and Our Man in the Silver Age in Justice League of America 21. This is also the first meeting between Black Canary and the Green Arrow. This is a major moment in DC history, let alone it being the first meeting between the classic superhero team, the Golden Age, JSA, and the newer JLA. The box office numbers are in. Black Adam performed pretty good, ranking number 11 when compared to the other DC list of films bringing in a total of $67 million, outperforming Shazam's 2019 film, where that sold for $53 million opening weekend. Good news for Black Adam, and those are strong numbers. However, when you compare it to what's going on over at Marvel, their worst movie's opening week performance was The Eternals, and that still brought in $69.5 million. And then take a look at Thor Love and Thunder. That one grossed $143 million in its opening weekend. $67 is still rather impressive for a lesser-known character in the DC portfolio. We took a look at the top four DC movies who performed in that first week for comparison. The Batman brought in $134 million. The Dark Knight, $158. The Dark Knight Rises brought in $160. And leading the list is Batman vs. Superman with $166 million. But enough about the movies, let's get into the book. A CGC 4.5 sold for $280, 14% above its 12-month. A 6.0 sold for $450, which is 15% above its 12-month. Lastly, we have a 7.5, which sold for $560, a 14% increase over its 12-month average. And then we have a 9.0, record breaker, last selling in 2021 for $1,060, up 20%, now selling for $1,275. If you enjoy what we do, give me an excuse to send you comics every single month. I have three exclusives guaranteed going out in every single box. The mystery mail call available if you go to comictom101.com, link in the description. We have Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Issue number 101 had to do it with a Rita Repulsa cover by Gretel Lusky. We also have Sirens Gate, Shannon Mayer's first independent comic book with a Lucio Padillo cover. We have a trade dress and virgins going out at random. And last but not least, Gabriel Del Otto on Batman Beyond number one, a reprint of the first appearance of Terry McGinnis, trade dress version going out one per box. That's a stacked box, and that Power Rangers 101 is a great jumping on point if you haven't been reading the series. 
Moving on to number two, a book that will not stay off this list for the seventh week. We have Man-Thing, issue number one, the first solo Man-Thing title and the second appearance of Howard the Duck. Debuting in 1974, this book joined the Hot 10 when the trailer hit for three weeks. Then, Post Werewolf by Night led the list at number one for three consecutive weeks. And now it's at number two, which is a major moment for the book. This book is hot as hell. We have high performers and record breakers to discuss, starting with a 7.0, which sold for $183. That's 23% above its 12-month average, just like the 9.0, which sold for $399, 12% above its 12-month average. The 7.5, we have a record-breaking sale selling for $259 in May. That's up 16% with an all-new high of $300. And for the first time in comic history, the 9.4, which sold just last month in October for $605, has officially hit $640, an increase of 6%. This book could have made the number one slot. Hit the like, slap the subscribe button, but it didn't. All because of the Quantum Mania trailer that finally dropped and the new 9.8 record-breaking sale of the hottest book in the world this week, Marvel Premiere number 47. Another book that can't stay off the list, but after that trailer dropped, we saw Classic Kang with the blue face and, of course, hashtag stature. We got Marvel Premiere 47 from 1979. It's the first appearance of Scott Lang as Ant-Man in costume, and most importantly, at least for this list, we have Cassie Lang, the daughter of Scott Lang, who later becomes Stature and then Stinger. We have an increase of copies sold of 138% of this comic in the last seven days. Multiple grade points above average. Sit tight. We have a lot to discuss. The 8.0 sold for 170, 3% over its recent 12 months. The 9.0 sold for 264, 21% over its recent 12 months. The 9.2 hit 270, 10% over. And the 9.4 hit 325, 3% over. And the 9.6 hit 557, 13% over its recent 12 months. There has been an increase since this book made the list two weeks ago of 23 copies added to the CGC census. But it didn't stop there. Let's get into the record-breaking sales, starting with a 6.0, which sold for $105 last year, 2021, up 19%, now selling for $125, and a CGC 9.8 record-breaker, which sold for $2,250 in December, up 7%, now selling for $2,400. We want to hear your thoughts in the comment section below. What do you think about the investment into the Young Avengers? What do you think about the spec fails? Do you have any stories? Don't spoil Black Panther. And as always, geek responsibly and stay minty fresh. Enough said. Comic fan, we may be finishing up the convention grind this year, but you can join myself, Jem Mint, and all of my homies on the best new place to buy and sell collectibles every single week. It's called Whatnot. Link in the description. And that link, after your first purchase, will get you a $10 credit. You support this show, and you can buy more funny books. We have two other videos for you to check out. We made them for you. Enjoy them. Adios.